to guard my life. The reason why I was not swept off was that it was a deliberate guarding. I was in the midst of it all. I had to go back to the Bible. All this theology of seed, seed faith, where is it from? Everything, so is it. If you want first class, so is it. The principles, the dignity of hard work was put aside and faith was taught as gambling. You are wondering why it has spread so much. Nobody guard against it. When I grew a little more and God began to give me influence, it became my first responsibility to guard the doctrine. And I've done it some time and it looked foolish. I went to Joe some years ago and they asked me to take a meeting for four days and I was teaching and praying. I asked the pastor, I said, do you really want the truth? He said, yes, brother. He said, okay. So I came, I, I spread all my Bibles and we were digging from one verse to another. I didn't know he has a plan on Sunday. So on Sunday morning, one man of God, one evangelist just arrived. And he said, Bragwile, you know, we have been on the other side for all these three days, but we want to move to the other side. To which other side? <laughs> I was wondering which other side. Then they gave microphone to this man. Then he walked like, Hallelujah! A Bible teacher has been teaching here. We evangelists will come to scatter. <laughs> and he was walking like this. And he came with this very elaborate abada. And he was throwing it like this. And he would throw like this. And he would throw like this. And he was running everywhere on the stage. But that day, you know, we were all sitting on the stage. I sat there. He preached a message that gave me stomachache. He was twisting the Bible just to collect money. He told them, if you don't have, go and borrow. Take a loan, take a loan and invest in God. I'm sitting there. Thank God that I was not yet to preach. Whatever I was to preach that day, put aside. I said, Lord, what do I do? He said, I brought you here to dismantle this. So when the man finished, they gave me a microphone. You know, all of them sat. It, it was going to be impolite for him to leave. So as soon as I jumped up, I said, we praise the Lord for the word of God. We have heard something terrible this morning. 
something that is totally alien from the Bible. The whole congregation became quiet. You know, I didn't want the man to escape. When I faced the congregation for two minutes, I faced and I said, Brother, where did you find what you just said in the Bible? Open your Bible to so and so place. Read it, read it for the congregation to hear. I put him on the spot. He was sweating. He felt terrible. But he couldn't escape. I said, and you can't go. You have opened a chapter we have to study. So I said, now, we are going to study the theology of biblical offering. We start from Genesis. Ah, thank God for Jesus. We started the theology of biblical offering from Genesis. When I finished from Genesis, we moved to Exodus, to Leviticus, to Numbers, to Deuteronomy, to 1 Samuel, before we came to 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Philippians. I said, now, tell me, where did you find what you are saying? The entire church was quiet. I saw many of them. Mm. Mm. Ah. Hey. Ah. For the next two hours, nobody moved. I didn't allow him to go. I said, you've got to give account of what you have been preaching now in the light of the word of God. I would turn to the pastor and say, Pastor, is this what you want your church members to believe? And you told me that you want the word of God. Where did you get this man? It was terrible. I don't know where the boldness came from. I did it. I went to UK to go and preach to a group of pastors. They came from 140 nations. I'm not the organizer. I was invited. And I'm only to speak two times. But there was this man they brought from America. Oh my God. He was fusing here, talking everywhere. I didn't mind. I didn't mind American Manarism, that's not my problem. I didn't mind American English, that's not my problem. My only problem is don't twist the word of God when I'm still alive. <laughs> when this man started scattering the scripture, he said he wants to overthrow some reformed theology that has kept many of you in bondage. This is a time of liberation. So I was waiting for this reformed theology that kept many of us in bondage. And you know the first thing he had to say? He said, when God created man, man was good. And man is still good. All these things that you talk about, born again, born again, repentance, there's no need for that. You know, I was expecting the senior, senior pastors 
that invited him to stand up, they all kept quiet. You know how white people can be polite to a fault? They kept quiet. He was talking and talking and talking. I couldn't keep quiet. You know, we were sitting around like this as he was teaching. Hmm. I raised my hand. He was still preaching when I raised my hand. He said, Billy, what is it? I said, Hans. I call him by because, you know, when you go to that place, they don't say uncle, they don't say reverend, they just call you by your name. Abby? He just said, Ben, Ben, come and talk. So I just said, Hans. Where did you get the theology that you are talking about? Jesus Christ said, unless a man be born again, he cannot. Emphasis on cannot. What audacity do you have? Where did you get what you are preaching? Then all the senior pastors You know the man became violent when God said God as far as I'm concerned it's a spiritual oversight if we don't guard the word of God Nigeria will be overrun we're not just talking about